We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Joe Connolly of WCBS News Radio in New York with producer Neil A. Caruso here. And here is somebody with his finger on the pulse of businesses reopening minute by minute. Kevin Law, the president of the Long Island Association. Kevin, I understand that you have partially reopened your offices as we speak today. You are a pioneer in going back to the office. What's that like? Um, it, it was very strange, Joe. Um, in fact, this is the first call I am taking in my office since March 20th when we closed down pursuant to Governor Cuomo's uh, New York on pause. And I've been working out of my uh, office in my basement in St. James uh, since then. So uh, quite strange to come back to the office today uh, now that we're allowed to be open. But uh, I'm in a big um, corporate uh, office park uh, on the Route 110 corridor here in Melville. And I was actually pretty surprised at the parking lot of our building, and our building is fully 100% leased, uh, is quite empty. So, you know, just anecdotally, looking out my window into the parking lot, I'm surprised it's not more crowded. So I guess people are going to slowly phase in back to work. I wonder if that means people aren't comfortable coming back yet or they're working so well remotely they're in no rush or just what i think it's a combination joe i think um i think people uh especially in office settings uh where it's easier to work remotely uh they've been doing it now for almost three months and uh uh, and I think uh, they're getting used to it. Uh, others, uh, the offices may not be ready yet in terms of their new obligations to protect employees in terms of safety and hygiene. And maybe they need uh, a couple of days this week to get ready, and maybe the folks are going to come back on Monday instead. But I do know some folks are going to very gradually and slowly uh, come back and some are deciding that they may not even come back uh, until after Labor Day. I know Long Island got into phase two. How did that go from your perspective? What did you observe and what did you hear? That was very significant. That, was, uh, that allowed almost 300,000 more workers to go back to work. Uh, not all of them are. But, uh, you know, 300,000 more. Long Island, you know, uh, National Suffolk County, we have about 1.3 million employees. 
So that was a significant chunk. And remember, a good a good chunk of the workforce was already allowed to open because they were deemed essential. What I'm hearing, though, also now a couple of days after phase two, is that it was it brought about exuberance to get to that point. But it's also now a couple of days later reminding us this is still not normal or not even that close to normal. No, back to work does not mean back to normal. And um, uh, because back to work still means there are going to be a lot of restrictions. Uh, there's restrictions on occupancy. Uh, most businesses will only be allowed 50% of whatever their CO uh, allows in terms of the maximum amount of people in, a, uh, in an office. And uh, when restaurants and others begin to open uh, as we head into phase three, they'll also face they'll also face occupancy limits. Uh, so uh, back to work does not mean back to normal. Here's Neil now with a question about some hot topics that not only people on Long Island, but people everywhere are interested in. Neil? Kevin, you know, you mentioned back to work is not back to normal. Uh, back to summer doesn't mean back to normal either, and I think there are a lot of concerns that I'm hearing. People on the East Ends, uh, out in Suffolk County, Montauk, East Hampton, they're worried about city residents going out there for the summer, and a lot of them working from home, they have the ability to kind of, they think, be on vacation. So these Long Islanders are worried about it. Um, what are you seeing from business owners as they're in phase two now? Well, it's interesting, Neil, because the East End has always relied on New York City residents to support its real estate economy and its tourism economy in terms of restaurants and bars and hotels. And so for some now to question, you know, that uh, New York City folks coming out here, uh, that's sort of, uh, you know, I, I believe quite disingenuous. Um, I think we need to separate economic issues and health, uh, you know, uh, issues. You know, uh, on the economics, again, New York City and Long Island, our economies are inextricably linked, and we shouldn't pit one region against the other region. We're very, very connected. The health and economics is really tied together. I mean, what what specific suggestions then do you have for companies to serve their customers, but also keep them and their employees safe? Well, it's all, uh, to me, it's all about confidence. We need to rebuild confidence. And employers and businesses need to make sure that their place of work is safe, so their employees feel safe coming there. But then they also need to make sure the their environment is safe so that customers will want to come. And so uh, complying with the new state standards of personal safety and hygiene and social distancing and masks and sanitizers and uh, plastic shield guards, all of those things uh, not only will protect health, I think they will begin to rebuild confidence. And as people have more confidence we're going to see the economy pick up. Speaking of confidence, Joe, here's someone who sure has it. Neil, imagine opening a new business at the height of the pandemic. Oh, I can't even imagine it. Don Rossner did it. He opened the brand new Blue Line Deli in Huntington, Long Island, when there were no cars on the street. We moved right ahead. We figured, you know, what would be the point in delaying? We were allowed to be open, and we thought at that point, let's try to help the community. 
How is it going? It's going wonderful now. Thank you. How did you get customers early on? When the pandemic happened, you know, we were just trying to figure out how we can help. And then we started making phone calls to people we knew that worked in hospitals. And then we actually called hospitals ourselves. And um, we used social media for a lot of that also. And um, we were able to get involved with the hospitals. And did you deliver to them? Yes, we did. So Don built an immediate repeat customer base by selling to the only customers who were open. Back now to Kevin Law of the Long Island Association. A Long Island manager for a big company who knows you and who heard I was talking with you today said, ask him this, how are we going to attract businesses from the city to Long Island, and B, do we even want them? (laughs) Well, of course, Long Island should always want to grow. And, you know, Joe, you know, I look back after 9-11, uh, I was you know, practicing law at the time with a big international law firm uh, in their Long Island offices. And I was getting all these phone calls about trying to find space um, you know, for New York City companies uh, who were thinking about maybe relocating a portion of their uh, facilities out here. And that died down very, very quickly. There, you know, there was a lot of talk in the beginning, but a lot of it didn't happen. And... You know, we all know the end of the story, that Lower Manhattan boomed back better than any other part of the uh, city. Likewise, I think there is a, a interest in a lot of, you know, New York City companies perhaps having some of their work uh, workers, you know, uh, stay on the island because Long Islanders still, a, a significant percentage of them commute into the city to work. 30% of Nassau County residents still commute to the city. About you know about ten percent, fifteen percent of Suffolk County residents do. Um, so um, they realize it, it may actually be better, easier uh, for them to have a facility out here. So I think we should welcome and have open arms to any businesses that want to relocate out here into uh, from the city in light of this pandemic. But I don't see a huge, huge you know a surge of companies looking to flee the city. Uh, to come out here. You're one of the first business leaders to uh, say that. Well, you know, I'm a straight shooter. I mean, I, w- I would love it. It would be great. And we're always looking to grow the economy. The Long Island economy pre-COVID was doing very well. We had probably the lowest unemployment rate in the uh, in the state, you know, under 4%. Uh, and we had a lot of big investment uh, with a lot of big projects going on with the new Belmont Arena uh, the um, a renovated Nassau Coliseum hub, uh, big projects out around the hub area. And uh, so, you know, a lot of private investment was happening on the island. But the good news is, uh, and I've spoken to a lot of those developers, all of that is continuing to move forward. Uh, so that's good news. Uh, we need to help the businesses that are here survive because a lot of small businesses are not. Uh, they're hurting. They're hurting bad. And uh, I think our focus needs to really be on helping small and medium businesses that are really struggling because of the COVID pandemic. Uh, That should be a priority as opposed to trying to lure New York City companies out here. Uh, I mean, again, that would be welcome someday, but I think our priority really needs to be on helping Long Island businesses survive. That is so on the mark with what I hear from Long Island business owners. 
And that is what can be done to cut the costs for those of us here now. We want to stay. Exactly. We, we have about 105,000 businesses in Nassau and Suffolk counties. 95, almost 95,000 of them, Joe, have 20 employees or less. What about the cost, though? What, what is the main cost that you, as the Long Island Association, are working on bringing down? The most significant cost on Long Island are property taxes. Uh, the good news is, is that there is now stability and predictability with the property taxes because of the property tax cap that was imposed uh, throughout the state you know, several years ago, which limits the growth. Um, while it's not cutting taxes, at least there's predictability about how much they could go up each year, uh, no more than 2%. Mm. Uh, so that's good news. Our energy cost is another significant cost. And as we put more and more renewable energy and energy efficiency and soon-to-be offshore wind energy, our energy costs are coming down. Um, so that is also good news uh, for business. Uh, one thing that is a challenge is because we're a high-cost region to live in, wages are higher and our housing costs are higher. And so businesses you know, need to pay competitive salaries in order to attract and retain workers so they can also afford a place to live out here as well. Right. I know you're a member of the reopening advisory board to Governor Cuomo. Uh, do you anticipate a new relief coming on the state or, or local level? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it's a good question. The focus there, I think we need to distinguish a couple of things. We need to distinguish reopening and recovery and then reimagine it. You know, reopening is what we're doing today, and, you know, that's good news. Um, and then we need to help businesses recover in the short term. And that's where the focus, the short-term focus needs to be. And I think what the statewide advisory, what we're trying to focus on is some other longer-term economic development strategies, whether it's big projects to try to accelerate um, or any you know, tax or regulatory policies that would benefit business and encourage growth. Those are the types of the things we're focused on, and uh, I look forward to uh, you know being a part of a team that makes some recommendations to the governor and the state legislature that will help businesses and will help regrow uh, our the, our statewide economy. Last question: Back on reopening the office for the first time today, did you have to resist the urge to shake hands? <laughs> nope. Uh, I think it's about going to be part of the new norm. Um, it was strange walking into the office building, seeing people with masks on, and you could see through their eyes that they were, you know, they were smiling under the mask with a greeting. Uh, but you know, you can't see their smile because obviously that's covered with the mask. But I could tell that as we walked by, people were sort of smiling at each other because they all had a gleam in the eye. That again, this is weird, but uh, this is part of the new normal and. Some way, somehow, we're going to get used to this, and we're going to beat this. There you Thank go. Thank you, Kevin Law, president of the Long Island Association, doing everything that he can to get us down this road we're going on. Great to talk to you, Kevin. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kevin.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.